The time is now. They gon' love me for my ambition. Easy to dream a dream, but what's harder to live? Oh. You ready for this, dude? Let's get it. Let's freaking do it. First week, new camera angle. Check it out. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm back. I'm back in the Emory Learning Corner over here. Ooh, Ooh shoot. Oh, wow. Okay. Shoot, what are we? Episode seven? Seven. Seven. Seven, baby. Yeah, my, my hands right. are thirsty, bro. What? <laughs> I put my hands up. I was like, man, I need some lotion. <laughs> you know, I keep my hands down during the, during during this one. We all get a little ashy sometimes, you know. <laughs> hey. uh, welcome back, y'all. What's Ambitious up? Minds, episode seven. Uh, thank y'all for letting me talk about real estate all week last week. Uh, that was fun. And for those of you that reached out, it was great. Um, you guys have had some awesome questions for me and stuff too. So uh, keep those coming. I love it for real. Um, I know I'm getting coffee with somebody this weekend and, and stuff even. And nice. um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So uh, yeah, but this week, going to kind of pass it back over here because Eris let me talk you know, for the whole episode last week. So now it's his turn, you know? So I know we talked you know, a long time ago, man. It was like our intro video about how, you know, you've got some content that you've been working on that you've got put together. So um, I know we talked earlier and, and for this week, we're going to have you kind of dive into some of that. So uh, what are we going to be talking about today, man? Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, I was kind of looking through some of my notes, man. And I figured I was like, you know, uh, one, I love that we try to keep it simple and relevant, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know the biggest thing right now with everybody trying to figure out what life is like next, right? Um, you know, everybody's trying to, you know, kind of change the game, kind of flip their style a little bit, try to see, you know, what they're good at and everything. And so um, there was a conference that I attended. Um, I ended up serving on a panel, but um, something that I was going to present there didn't work out, but um talk about what it takes to be a game changer so somebody that changes the game what does it take man so um yeah man i figured we go ahead and kick it off simple with that man and uh kind of go from there cool i like it i like it let's do it game changer baby all right game changer so uh i'm gonna go ahead and give you all the five bullet points up front you know what i'm saying so if you're taking notes give you the five bullet points up front so uh, when it comes to being a game changer, all right, these are the five things that I believe right now um, is what it takes, okay? You have to be self-aware. You have to be selfless. You have to be selfish. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable and adapt, all right? And then last but not least, you have to find the balance between being urgent and being patient. Mm. All right? So we got real quick, just make sure I got this right. So we got self-awareness, we got selfless, and then selfish. Mm-hmm. We got being comfortable with being uncomfortable, and then we got urgency. Exactly. Well, finding the balance between urgency and patience. Mm-hmm. Is this okay. thing because I think you know, and we'll we'll talk about that. But I think everybody is on the thing of you got to do it now. You got to do it now. There's some things that you need to be patient on, right? Or even when you're urging to get something done, there's some things that you need to slow up on. So, um, but yeah, man, let's, let's kick it off with, uh, you need to be self-aware, right? And so when I think about self-awareness, uh, I automatically think of people like 
um, what's my strengths and what my weaknesses are. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, that's cool. Cause I think that that is, that's good. I think you need to know where you're strong in and where some opportunities. Um, I love how we change that nowadays where it's no longer weaknesses it's opportunities. opportunities yeah. um, I, you know, I think you have to be vulnerable enough as a leader to say I'm weak in a spot. Um, and it could be an opportunity, but let's call a spade a spade, right? You're weak in the spot, and that's okay. That's yeah. that's what makes that's what makes you the area that you know the person that you are. Like you're weak in that area, cool. You find people that are strong in that area, and you bring those people around you. Um, right. Like, don't ask me to do simple math in my head. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my boss is really good at that, man. Like he'll be sitting up there, he'd be like, "Well, you know." you know it's, it's it's simple it's just you know this and this and this and you know it's it's like five thousand two hundred and thirty two dollars and 99 cent i'm just like mm-hmm. okay yep no you see me I'm over just, here like yeah, this. you're right uh-huh like yeah give me two is seconds that- <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, oh no but so i think when i think about self-aware right uh one we've talked about this plenty of times now on the podcast but first part about being self-aware is knowing your purpose do you know you, right? Do you know what your purpose is in life, right? Um, and we talked about some of the questions, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, but asking those questions like, what bothers you the most, right? Uh, what would you do if, you know, money wasn't, you know, money wasn't an option, like you didn't have to worry about money, right? Um, you know, what would you do if you didn't have to face, you know, the, the you know, your process, right? If you didn't have to face the troubles of your process, uh, once again, I'm not going to give them all away. I got to go to cultivatemypurpose.com, uh, check mm-hmm. out Pastor Travis, um, and check out his page, man. All those questions are on there in his blog, but um, you have to figure that out, right? Because I think once you figure out your purpose, there's some type of freedom in that, right? And let's not forget the equation, gifts plus passion equals your purpose, right? And so just take that equation. One, get to know what you're really good at. How do you add a value, Right. And then from there, what are the things that you're passionate about? What sets your soul on fire, right? Because if you're going to change the game, you can't change the game being half passionate, mm-hmm. right? You can't change the game being half in, half out. If you're going to change the game, you got to change the game. It's just one way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so knowing yourself and knowing what your purpose is, is crucial. It's crucial. Um, now, on the other side of that, Right. When you're talking about being self-aware, I think the other part that we don't talk about a whole lot, um, but is, you know, we we figured this out when working at Planet. Uh, it was something that was new for us. Well, maybe not new for you, because I know you were diving into a lot of the John Maxwell stuff beforehand. But um, knowing your values, what do you value? Right. Um, and there's so many different things that you can look out out there. You know, um, I think another way that we asked the question when we didn't know about, you know, the John Maxwell cars were. Uh, what are things that are important to you, right? Yeah. Where's things that you hold high value on, okay? Um, and the thing, the reason why you want to know your values is because you want to make sure you're living those things out, right? I think I heard it this way is um, when, you, when you have your values, your values should be so potent, potent that if somebody was to hang around you for a week, they should be able to tell you what your values are without you even saying it to them. Right. Right. So um, realizing what are your values? So uh, be I, I mean, we haven't done this exercise in a while. Are your values still the same or have some of them switched up some since planet? You know, 
I feel like I feel like there was like seven of them that I would cycle through, you know, because you could only yeah. we'd only choose five, and there was like two of them that I would switch out every now and then. I think for the most part, though, man, like they're pretty close to the same. You want me to rattle them off? Yeah, go for it. All right, cool. So, I mean, number one, and I guess these aren't necessarily a particular order, but um, number one is family. You know, that's one that's always been super consistent for me, you know, and uh, like you mentioned before, although I, for me at least, like I had an understanding of what was important to me, but it wasn't until we started using the verbiage of, you know, hey, there's a, this is something that you value to, I was, well, then I was actually like, okay, you know, that is a value of mine. You know, integrity was always something that was really important to me. That doesn't make this list, but, you know, just an example. <laughs> um, but no, family is number one. Uh, growth was number two. Uh, number three, and this is one that kind of switches in and out, but it's the uh, creativity and innovation. Man, absolutely. Um, passion, yep. number four, always, always. And then uh, number five, this one tends to change a little bit too. Uh, but I would say right now, man, man, I have to say right now, it's gotta be faith. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? And it's weird though, because me and yours have always been similar. It's yeah. always been similar. Uh, so mine is faith, family, growth, passion, and legacy. Mm. Um, I think the only thing that changed for me over the years was, um, I think I did have creativity at one point. Um, and you know, and I, and I say this guys, um, it's okay if your values change over time, right? So one, you might value more than five things. We're not saying that you have to only choose five, but we do find when you're able to choose five or less, able to focus and be more intentional about those things that you say that you value right Right. because there's a lot of things that we value because part of that exercise that we do right we give them like what is it like 30 values and say choose everyone that you know that you relate to right or that you value shoot you probably you know mark all of them and then we're like okay break it down to 10 now break it down to five right um but i also believe in i used to tell all of our employees this that your values do change based off of what you're going through currently in your life. Right. When, you know what I'm saying? When you're going through different seasons in your life, your values change. So, um, so yeah, guys. So, you know, when it comes about being self-aware, we we keep it simple, right? Well, it's simple, but (laughs) it's a process. Um, Know your purpose, right? What is your purpose? What what was your God given purpose? What did God put you on this earth for? Right. And then to follow that up, what are your values? And, and if and if you want to, you know, take it a step further, what are your values? And can people sense them without you telling them? Hmm. All right. Um, so being self-aware, we good on that, B? We're good on that. All right. Number one. Number one. All right. Uh, let's hop into being selfless. Um, I think this is a pretty simple one if you're a leader um, or if you're getting into leadership that you understand this. But um, it's all about adding values to others, right? Leadership is about people. You know, I just had a good conversation with uh, one of our managers last night um, on the way home, and she was talking about, you know, she was like, I just care for my people. She was like, I can tell something is off. And she was like, you know, I'm not going to get all into their business, but hey, I can tell that you're off. Just want to let you know you're great. You know, and uh, she said the young lady had a smile on her face and everything. And 
And that she was like, you know, I'm always here for you if you need to talk, but I just want to let you know, keep pushing. You got this, right? And it's just like, that's the difference versus, right? You got people that are going to be like, oh, they got an attitude today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Did you ask what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, did you at least have some type of conversation with them? Let them know that you're available to talk, whatever the case may be. Um, but it's about adding values to others, guys. And when you add values to others, one simple way to add values is know their values. Right? When you know what's important to them, man, it makes adding value to them that much easier. It's a, it's a cheat code. Yep. Knowing other people's values is a cheat code. Absolutely. We should write a book on it, the cheat code of values. But yeah. um, but write, write that down. Write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it's, it's, it's literally a cheat code, right? If somebody told you that family was important to them, right? Uh, I, I remember um, the only lady that used to work with us, it was her birthday. Her dad surprised her and came in town, right? Uh, this one was working at Planet in Mount Pleasant. Dad came in town. I told her, I said, hey, go ahead with your family. It's cool. I'll go ahead and make sure I pay you for the last two hours. You go hang with your family, right? I can guarantee you I got 10 times more buy-in that night than any other day that I ever worked with her. Mm-hmm. And it's because I had the cheat code. The cheat code was I knew one of her values was family. Exactly. Right? Easy way to add value to somebody when you know their values. Um, but I think that goes back to what me and you talked about before, B, was um, being genuinely and genuinely caring for people. Yep. You have to genuinely care for people. And if you're the kind of person that you're like, oh, I don't like people. People get on my nerves. You probably shouldn't be a leader. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you probably shouldn't. If you have to try to be nice to people, right, You this probably ain't for you. Mm-hmm. No, nah, that doesn't mean that you're not a good person. But if you have to try so hard, right, and you know those people that just like, just trying so hard to say something nice. Don't say, don't say nothing at all and go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But um, we have to be selfless. And this goes beyond work. You know, we have to be selfless in our communities. This is something I'm trying to work on personally. Um, it's trying to be a better neighbor, right? Uh, you know, both, um, I guess, you know, realistically, I guess to my neighbors that, you know, live next door. Um you know, but also just, you know, in my community, right? How can I affect my community? Right now, the crazy part is I work in a lot of communities right now. So it's not like I'm just stuck in East Lansing all day, but how can I be selfless in a way that I serve people, right? So not only the people that work for me, because sometimes I think that is easy because that's part of your responsibility, right? To serve the people that you work for, that, uh, that work for you. But it's even greater when you are able to serve somebody that, doesn't have anything to do with you at all, right? So our guests mm-hmm. that come through our drive through every time, whatever, making their day, man. Uh, reminds me of that Chick-fil-A story. Everyone has a story, right? That's right. If only you're willing enough to read it, mm-hmm. right? So uh, you have to be selfless. Life ain't about you. Life ain't about you at all, you know? So uh, you have to be selfless. Yeah. No, man, I, I agree 100%. You know, and I, I think it goes back to what we mentioned before was just, you got to lead people the way that they need to be led to, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when you understand their values, and you understand, you know, why they make the decisions that they make based around those values, things start to click, things start to make more sense, you know, and, um, you know, for example, if, if you have an employee, and they really value recognition, 
you know, how, how are you going to treat that person differently? How, how can you better serve them? And I can tell you right now, you know exactly what to do now in order yeah. to really make their day too. Exactly. It is a cheat code, you know? And I mean, that's just one example. And you gave a great example too. Um, you know, something we used to do is this was an exercise that we did with every employee, you know, and, and we would have this posted up publicly. So everybody had an idea of, of what your top five values were. And I think there's value in that, you know, mm -hmm. to be able to pop in there and be like, you know, this is this is this person, you know, really, yep. these five things really represent this person. Exactly. So, yeah, man, I love it. Most definitely. All right. So that's point two. Selfless. Okay. So flip side of that, still talking about changing the game, you got to learn how to be selfish. Okay. And this is the part that we get confused on because I think when you hear somebody say, be selfish, it's like, okay, just take care of me and my own. Okay. Yeah. Maybe to a certain extent, but I'm talking about be selfish with your growth. Be selfish with adding value to yourself. Right. That's something that um, I was talking to my leadership coach. I told him I've been struggling with that lately. I told him, I said, I need some help keeping accountable to that because um, typically my time to really add value to myself is during my drives. So whether I'm listening to my, you know, listening to my Bible, listening to a uh, podcast or th something like that. And man, sometimes, you know, you just get in the car and either it's straight quiet, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> or you listening to music. So like, you know, all day today, it was aha gazelle, right? Uh -huh. All day today. Okay. Um, either that or Andy Minio. Exactly. Album repeat or exactly. uh, coloring book <laughs> album on repeat. Exactly. Know. So it's just like, um, you got to learn how to be selfish with that because uh, one, you can't pour out of an empty cup. Okay. And I think that's the biggest thing that we have to realize if we're going to be selfless, we do have to be selfish with our growth. We have to be selfish with the investment that we make in ourselves. Right. Because if you're, if you're a true leader, if you're somebody that's truly selfless, you naturally pour out. It just happens. You can't help yourself. <laughs> you know, you get around people and you share every little bit of information that you know that you know that may be beneficial to them, right? And the last thing that you, the last thing that you need is for you to be drained and for you to have nothing else to give, right? Um, I think the other part of that too, when you're talking about being selfish, is be selfish with your time, right? And, you know, Brad, you, you challenge me on this constantly, man just taking the time for me, right? Um, I don't have to be a superhero for everybody. And so I think part of being selfish is also learning how to say no. Um, and that's hard. That's hard for doers. That's hard when you're focused on being selfless because you forget the selfish piece. And the selfish piece is every now and then saying, no, hey, I, I can't do this. I can't make this. Um, and realizing that sometimes that might mean you miss out on opportunities. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Right. But when you start to realize who you are, you start to realize um, as long as that had nothing to do with putting you closer to your purpose, um, if it didn't line up with your values, what, what was wrong with saying no? Right. Because I think that's why values are even more important, because if the things that you constantly keep, keep saying yes to don't line up with your values, why are you doing it? Exactly. Why are you why are you spending the time? Why are you wasting your energy? And it makes you feel good because you get, kind of give yourself that pat on the back. Like, man, I was selfless today. But that might have been an opportunity where you probably should have been selfish with your time, said no, and took some time to either rest, one, because remember, it takes more faith to rest than it does to work, right? right? Or two, 
just take some time to invest in yourself, whether it's watching a YouTube video, uh, watching a webinar or listening to a podcast or reading a book, right? How many of us can say the last time that we picked up the book? When, when was the last time we picked up a book, right? I haven't picked up one in a minute. I keep buying books. I don't know why. I think it's, I think it's just part of what I like doing. I like buying books and it looks cool. My shelves look cool. I actually have it right between two Nike boxes. Oh, um, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, I ain't touched none of those books. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's just like, I have to take the time. Not saying I have to just rush through all of them, but how am I pouring into me? Right? And, and I, I'll say this specifically with people that have families, right? Even, even being married, me and Cam have constantly have to try to learn this is how to take time for ourselves whatever that means whatever that whatever is important to us so like for me it's the podcast right now like that's how i'm constantly investing myself uh, but part of that is during it we're constantly pouring out so i do have to find another piece of my time to go ahead and make right. sure i'm pouring back in and then for her maybe it she loves thrifting so maybe it's thrifting that's her time right you have to take that time to invest in yourself pour into yourself help grow yourself um help yourself rest so yeah um yeah man no i agree man i think you made a good point earlier too and when you first started talking about this and you know when 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 you're not living in your values that's when burnout happens you know and if you're sitting there and you are just spent you know and, and you're exhausted it's like really take a second and reflect you know what does my life look like the last little bit you know and, and am i really living in my values or not yep. and uh to your point, man, like to hear you say that, you know, you need your weekends, bro. That makes me smile so much. Like, man, you, you need that time. You yeah, know, now this actually got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Now you got to do it. Yeah. <sighs> but no, man, like it, you're spot on. You got to take that time. And in fact, I did that this morning, you know, and yeah. I told myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take some time this morning, do some things around the house. I've been wanting to get done. Uh, I finished that some landscaping projects that I was working on and um, I was like, you know what, I'll do a half day at the office, you know, and, and that's okay, you know, and, and being able to leave my phone inside and take a mental break and just be like, okay, I worked all weekend, you know, I've, I've been super busy, you know, I was feeling it. It's like, you know what, I'm going to miss a couple phone calls. I'll get right back to them. You know, it's, it's nothing of urgency and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. So that's point number three. Okay, be selfish. All right. So, so far we got, you have to be self-aware. So know your purpose, know your values. Be selfless. It's not all about you. It's about adding values to others. Be selfish. Before you can add values to others, you have to add value to yourself. You got to invest in yourself quick. You can't pour out of an empty cup. All right. Uh, So number four, all right. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable and learn how to adapt. Okay, um, this is a struggle point for a lot of people, man. Um, because I think when you know, uh, and I think about when Pastor Travis says, like your gifts, right? Um, I think sometimes we we um, we hear people wrong when they say, make sure you're in your gift zone. You should be in your gift zone, okay? Um, but he also said, don't spend too much time out of it, right? And so by him saying don't spend too much time out of it means if he says too much time, that also means that you're probably going to spend some time out of it. Okay. 
you just shouldn't spend too much time out of it, right? Because um, even with your gifts, you are allowed to be outside of those for a second because sometimes you're going to need it. Um, sometimes it's going to help you grow in your gifting because it might be a new piece of your gifting for you. Um, but we have to learn how to be uncomfortable. Uh, you know, one thing that I used to do at Planet all the time is um, in Owasso, is to go up to the roof. I hate heights. I hate heights. Um, but I used to go up to the roof all the time simply because it was one of those things. It made me uncomfortable. It was a fear of mine. So it's just like, okay, let's just go ahead and do it, right? And it was one of those things where it's just like, I know that might sound small to some people, but it helped me constantly be like, all right, cool. I can be uncomfortable. I might be sweating bullets. Like you were talking about when you first started working at Planet and how taking tours, like you were sweating bullets. Mm-hmm. No, um, it, it happens, but you have to be, you have to get to a point where you're comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? You can't be in your comfort zone forever. Now, comfort zones are nice to a certain extent. They come, they're nice for a moment, right? Because I think what happens a lot of times is when we get into our comfort zone, we settle for a lot of things, right? We don't take certain risks that we used to take, right? But when you're uncomfortable, you're constantly in a mode of taking risks. You're constantly in the mode of pushing yourself, growing yourself because you have no choice, right? And then learning how to adapt. And adapt before people, you know, adapt doesn't necessarily mean you have to become just like something else, right? Adapt just means modify, right? So how do I modify in order to fit right now into this current this current spot in my life? How can I adapt right now? Um, and uh, what's called, I was thinking, um, of a uh, of a definition that um, um, Darla shared with me during one of my interviews. It's called Kaizen, okay? And I believe I'm saying it right, K-A-I-Z-E-N. Um, it's a Japanese term, um, and it talks about changing, but it's changing over time, right? Um, and I think that's one thing that we get scared of when it comes to adapting. We think we got to adapt like this, right? Adapting happens over time. You know, um, becoming uncomfortable happens over time. It's not something that you should just hop in. Sometimes you do get thrown into the lion's den, it happens, right? But you have to learn how to adjust, but learn that it takes time. Now, don't take up too much time because you, you're you scared, all right? Um, but you do have to take your time um, and learn how to adapt. Um, you got anything on that, B? Oh, man. This is my favorite one, to be yeah. honest with you. Go yeah, I mean, I, there's there's so many things that come to mind, man. And, and I think it's important to be noted the mindset portion of this. You know, and I think your example with the heights thing is a great example. You know you don't like heights, but mentally you're challenging yourself. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. you're, you're choosing to live uncomfortable. You're choosing to make that decision. Uh, you're, you're purposely putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation. You have to do that up here before your body will move, you know, where your mind goes, your body will follow. Right. So you have to make a decision to be willing to be uncomfortable before you're going to do it. Um, I'll tell you what, man, I love this. I love being uncomfortable. Absolutely love it. You know, it makes me sweat and I love it. (laughs) because <laughs> I, I feel like I, I gain so much more out of being uncomfortable than I ever do being comfortable. And it, it doesn't matter if it's in a topic that I'm quote unquote comfortable with, 
there's there's every day in real estate that I'll be uncomfortable because it's a situation I don't know or that I'm unfamiliar in. Uh, yep. But you make the mental decision first to understand that that's okay. And I'm going to face it head first, man. You know, yeah. oh man, like it gets me fired up for real. It does. You know, like if I'm in a conversation with, uh, you know, multi-million dollar investor, and I know that eventually that's something I want to do, you know, and he's talking to me and I feel so small, you know, it be, but yeah. I love it, you know, and of course you're like, when you're in those situations, you don't want to say anything stupid or like nope. mess up, but man, like, no, I just sit there and I absorb it and I take it in and I'm so okay with not knowing, um, you know, and understanding the current position. Um, and man, I remember there's one thing you used to do with Planet, it was high fives at five. Yeah. Bro, bro, I, I could have quit. And then I missed that. I could have walked out. I was, I hated that. Oh, just because it was literally exactly what I did not ever want to do was, mm -hmm. you know, go up, approach a random person and ask them for a high five, man. Yeah. No, not for me, but That's we did it. That's part of the day, bro. Bro, oh, that was, that was <laughs> so out of my comfort zone. So far out of it, but you do it. And yeah. You know what? And now, now when I'm pumping my gas, you know, and there's somebody at the, you know, pump next to me. I have no problem starting a conversation with them now either. I thought you were about to say you go up there, give people high fives. I'm like, that's a little weird, bro. Well, they didn't think so. so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll stop doing that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> no, man. But but for real, I mean, there's there's lessons to be, uh, you know, gained going through those things. So uh, I I love it uh, being yeah, comfortable, being uncomfortable. You know, it, it reminds me of uh, one of my favorite John Maxwell quotes. He says, everything worthwhile is uphill, mm. right? Uh, which means every day is a climb. Every day is a day of new adventures, new ways of getting uncomfortable. He said, the moment that you decide to take a break, right? You diminish all that up climbing that you did, right? So you have to constantly keep climbing up, right? Yeah. And it gets uncomfortable and it gets uncomfortable. And it gets uncomfortable. You get more sweaty and more sweaty happens right um but it's worthwhile right and the the funny part is in the moment that you get to your pinnacle whatever that might be for you or that place of like man i made it right like you're so used to being uncomfortable now that that's why it's called that's why you can be comfortable being uncomfortable and even when things situations are uncomfortable people will never notice right right exactly and that and that's what that's what i love like you know, I, I told you guys on like, you know, I don't, I don't forgot what episode that was, but, um, you know, I, I'm an extrovert because I know how, how to be an extrovert. Uh, but like when I walk in the rooms, like I'm scared, like it, it you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, the sweat started to happen, but it's just like, all right, cool. You know, I know I'm not going to say nothing crazy or off the wall. Hopefully I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um most of these people will never see me again. And if they do, hopefully I've made a good enough impression that, you know, whatever, you know, business or anything that we're doing, you know, will work, but um, you just have to go after it. Now I'm at a point where it's just like, now the pump up comes before I even walk into the room. Cause I'm just like, all right, cool. You know, it's about to be uncomfortable. E. Let's go in there. Let's rock it. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, and it doesn't mean that it's not uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable every single second of it, but I'm so comfortable with doing it now. That I'm just like, all right, I can breathe a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Pass a little gas if I need to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep on <laughs> and keep on pushing, man. So 
Um, I, you know, I think guys remember that everything worthwhile, everything that you want, um, you know, is uphill, right? Mm -hmm. The relationships that you want are uphill, right? Relationships aren't easy, Mm -hmm. right? And if a relationship is worthwhile, it's uphill. You're constantly growing, you're constantly developing. If it's a business, constantly uphill, right? Everything worthwhile is uphill. Yeah, I I believe it. I think uncomfortability specifically is directly correlated with growth. You know, and I I think that goes for anything. You want to get in shape, you got to get uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, you want to grow in your business, you got to get uncomfortable. Nope. Uh, You want to continue to develop yourself and be selfish and pour into yourself, you got to get uncomfortable. You know, you got to be willing to pick up the book and and read it. And, you know, I got two of them sitting on my coffee table right now, just looking at me, man. And it's been weeks since I picked it up. Yeah. You know, it's like because I need to get uncomfortable, stop scrolling through TikTok and pick up a book. You know, and it's, hey, what would I rather do? You know, and yeah. it's, a, it's a battle. It's a challenge every single day. And you have to beat this up here every single day. Yeah. You know, it's uh, who who was it that said it, man? It was uh, when you stop growing, you, you start dying. Mm. I know. I know that quote. I don't remember who it was by, though. Man, I really feel like it was uh, our guy from from Planet before we left. Is where I remember hearing it the last. I forget his name. Um, the coach that we had. Uh, um, Chris Fuller. Chris Fuller. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember he did like a little lesson on that at one point in time, and man, that stuck with me because he's right. You know, the minute you stop growing, you're dying. You know, what's yeah. the opposite of growth? Dying. <laughs> you know, and like you think about it in terms of like even a plant. You know, and that's their yep. life cycle. And uh, we're the same way. So, yeah, yeah man. Um, number four. The there we go. All right, so that was number four. So last one um, is find the balance between urgency and patience, right? Um, and the reason why I think this is a, a big one for being a game changer is because um, urgency is huge, right? If you want to get things done, you need to be urgent with it. Uh, you can't just let it sit around all day. Um, but there's times where you have to find the balance between being urgent and being patient, right? Um, and so, you know, there's there's three things that kind of stick with me when I think about uh, being urgent and being patient. And so these are the three things that typically come to mind. We can kind of break them down. Uh, but be, be urgent to add value to people. Wow, I've mumbled over that a lot. Be urgent to add value to people, all right? But be patient in their development, okay? Be urgent to find your purpose but be patient with the process of your purpose and then be urgent with the vision, but be patient with the implementation. Okay. Uh, so starting with the first one, be urgent to add value. Right. Um, we talked about this a little bit uh, last week uh, when you were talking about getting to know uh, your clients, right. Uh, getting to that level two real quick. Right. Mm-hmm. So be, be so quick to build that relationship and be able to add value to people. Right. But I think um, when you're adding value to people, I think automatically you, you want their development to come right along with that. Uh, development takes time, right? Um, and so, you know, be urgent to want to add value to somebody, help them be better, help them develop, develop, but also be patient with the development because look, you can't, I mean, you can drag them across the, the finish line, but that doesn't mean it's gonna make them any better. Right. Right. 
uh, they have to want it too. And so as you continue to add value, hopefully they see the value in the value that you're adding and they'll want to develop and then it makes your job 10 times easier. But you have to be patient in that and realize that everybody doesn't work out, you know, and then we've experienced this plenty of times from this people that we hire to people that we've spent countless hours um, investigating, adding value in and uh, it, it feels draining afterwards because like, man, it's like I put in so much effort, right? But that's just part of the process of being a leader is everyone doesn't work out. Everyone doesn't want to develop into the things that either one that you wanted them to be, right? Which that's, that's a really scary thing sometimes where when we want things for people more than they want it for themselves. Um, and B, we talked about that a lot. Preach, um, you know, preach, yeah. um, you know that that's a big one, but be urgent to add value to people, right? Find different ways to add value to people. Be so quick on that, right? But be patient with people when it comes to their development. Realize at the end of the day, their development is on them. You can control how you can add value to people, but you can't control how quickly somebody can develop um, depending on what they want and how fast they want to develop. So um, that's the first one. Um, next one is be urgent to find your purpose but be patient with the process of your purpose, right? So be urgent to want to know what you were created for, right? Um, Pastor Travis, he talked about this where um, the different parts of your purpose show up at different parts of times of your life, right? Um, and I think that's exactly where I'm getting at is sometimes we see the purpose and we're like, oh man, this is my purpose. And we make, you know, pretty much, uh, like I'm looking at it right now, looking at your vision board behind you, mm -hmm. right? And the issue with the issue with some people is they'll see that and they're like, "All right, I gotta have it all right now." Mm. And it's like, no, you'll experience different pieces of your purpose as you continue to live, as you continue to develop, as you continue to grow. That's how that happens. Uh, be urgent to know what your purpose is, but be be patient with the process. Realize that your process doesn't look like somebody else's process. And just because they might be living in their purpose right now, God just had a different plan for their life, right? right? And what we don't realize is sometimes God is using your process to be part of your purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Where, you know, in church, we talk about a lot about like testimony, right? And how many speakers now do you hear about all the things that they've went through in their life and how many millions of people they're reaching now, right? It was a part of the process, right? But if they tried to rush that process, they wouldn't have a story to tell exactly don't cut your story short don't cut your story short story <laughs> short all right you know it's late um don't cut your story short trying to rush your purpose right be urgent to know what it is but be patient in the process of it definitely all right um and then the last one um shoot um let me pull it back up all right, be urgent with the vision, but be patient with the implementation, right? Um, so once again, you know, um, kind of looking at your vision board, but I think more of this, like when you're casting a vision to your team or uh, you're casting a vision to your family, um, be urgent with casting a vision because without vision, people perish, right? And so you want to make sure that people have the vision, have something to hold on to, right? But be patient with the implementation because if you try to rush the vision, it might not turn out how you thought it was going to turn out, right? Exactly. Most times when we when we put out a vision, it doesn't always turn out how we thought it was because 
there's a different process that we have to take in order to get there. Um, but be urgent to put out the vision. Now, don't just put out anything just to put out something, right? Put out a strong vision, something that people are willing to follow and people are willing um, to, you know, hold on to. But be patient with implementation. You know what I'm saying? Take your time. Put into steps. Put into goals. However that works for you. Put those things in the process um, and realize it's going to take time for the vision to come to pass. But don't try to rush it so much that it becomes a completely different vision than what you first envisioned. Right. Right. You know what I think about, man? I think about this podcast. You know, I, I think about the first meeting that we had with Pastor Travis, you know, I off the screen, you know, not recorded, just the, the first conversation that we had. And we were kind of talking about, you know, the intent and, and why we started this podcast and the vision. Honestly, I mean, for us, it was just that value. Right. I mean, it yeah. was just, you know, this is something we've always wanted to do, uh, regardless of how many listens, regardless of how many views these things get. We love this, man. We do this anyway. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, guys, if, if we weren't here recording this, Eris and I you would still be, be calling each other once a week just exactly. to talk through this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like this was happening regardless. So, um, but he said something he, he said, he's like, don't look at the views. He was like, mm-hmm. don't look at the analytics. Don't look at, at everything, you know, because that's going to come, you know, be patient with the outcome, but you guys have the vision. We, you know, we, we know why we're doing it, you know, and, yeah. uh, we can't expect it to blow up right away. You know, yep. that's not how it works. Yep. Oh, man, most definitely. But, yeah, man, I mean, that that was number five, man. Uh, like I say, guys, you got to find that balance, right? So, um, once again, five, if you, if you didn't get it, we're talking about being a game changer tonight, right? And so being a game changer, um, you have to be self-aware, okay? You got to know your purpose, right? And you got to know your values. You got to be selfless add value to people, right? Leadership is people, okay? Um, you gotta be selfish, invest in yourself, grow yourself, pour into yourself. Can't pour out of an empty cup, okay? Invest in yourself. Um, I was about to skip, I was about to skip number four. Um, B, what was number four? Comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, your favorite one. See, that, yes, it, was just, it was just a setup. I just wanted to hear you talk. Um, <laughs> Number four, yeah, be comfortable with being uncomfortable and be willing to adapt, okay? Um, and realize that adapting takes over time, right? It's about modifying. It's not just, just you know, changing at the flip of a switch. It's about modifying and changing over time. Um, and then the last one is finding the balance between being urgent and patient, okay? Um, now, there's plenty more things that, you know, you can add to this list uh, to be considered a game changer, but these are the top five things I believe if you focused on, right, you could really change the game. You could really change the environment that you're in, right? Um, and I think this works for whether you're an entrepreneur, this works for whether you work for somebody now, um, because all this at the end of the day is leadership. All these, all these things together are just different parts of leadership um, that's going to help your leadership, but also help you develop those around you. So, um, yeah, B. Yeah, no, I agree. Time, man. man. Yeah, dude. No, I, I love it. I think I think uh, it's a good point, though, because I think as you listen to these types of things, you automatically start to apply it to whatever it is that you're doing or whatever the situation is that you're in. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at these these five points here, man, to be a game changer and I'm applying it to real estate. And I can think of specific things that each one of these points, 
you know, would correlate to. Um, you know, I, I think it really does go for anything, anyone, anybody, you know, it, yeah. regardless of what you're doing. Yeah, man. Um, hey, y'all, we would love to hear what you think, right? What you think it takes to be a game changer. Um, or maybe, you know, maybe you've been in a situation where you've changed the whole thing. You changed the game, man. You made, you've made a major impact. We would love to know what are those things that you did. Uh, because one thing that I'm constantly learning about uh, being a person that loves to add value is you have to know how you're adding value. You know, you can't just be like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just being me. Right. No, there's certain things that you do, whether it's in your daily routine, whether it's uh, just in a way that you treat people, whatever the case may be. There are things that you do um, and you have to be aware one so you can help others learn how to be aware of those things that they have inside of them. Um, but then, two, so you can continue to add value. Right. Because the more aware you are of how you add value, the easier you can do it. So yes, we would sir. love to, yeah, we would love to hear guys. And if you enjoyed it, man, subscribe, share. Um, like I said, we don't care about the followers. We're going to do this regardless, right? <laughs> um, but um, guys, you know, we would love to build this community. Um, Anthony O'Neill, um, I love his podcast. If you guys haven't checked it out, check that out. Uh, but he talks about creating a tribe, right? Um, and that's what, that's what we want to create. We want to create this, this tribe, this family, this group of, you know, future leaders, entrepreneurs, um, people that just want to grow and learn how to add value, right? And we want to continue to do that through relevant topics, through some relevant guests, as well as ourselves. So, I mean, um, yeah, man. You want to wrap it up, B? There we go. Episode seven, baby. <laughs> there we go. Game changers. <laughs> Wrapping it up. There we go. No, thanks for checking us out, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week, Thursday. Peace. Peace. is priceless it's something that's in your veins and i put that on my name they gonna love me for my ambition